since we've been in this location, our local programs have grown over 500%. In the last three weeks, we've had 167 unsheltered, foster, um, at-risk youth come into this facility to pick out their new outfit for school, their new shoes, their, their backpack and supplies. We've given out over $15,000 worth of supplies in three weeks. Tell me about how you came up with the name, X Hope Missions. It seems like from hearing you speak on other things, hope is really big for you. So tell me how that plays into the, the name of your organization. Good question. A lot of people ask that. So the small X in the Greek is Christ. So it's Christ's hope. So we genuinely believe that hope comes from Jesus Christ alone and what he's done for us and in and through us. And so um, X hope is Christ's hope. We're little Christians. We're little Christians bringing big hope through the love of Jesus Christ. And one of the scriptures we stand on is Romans 12, 12, rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation and be constant in prayer. And, you know, all of the children that are at risk that we get to serve here in our community and then across the world are kids who genuinely need to be filled with the hope of Jesus Christ. Our hub, our ex-hope hub is in Elk Grove. And actually we did start our local program in Elk Grove. We used to be at um, right off of Elk Grove Boulevard. And then we had an office space donated to us in North Highlands for the three years during COVID. So we were there. But all of the families that we partner with and all of the families that we serve are located in Elk Grove in the greater Sacramento area. And so this X-Hope Hub, our new office here in Elk Grove, is an answered prayer. It's something that we had hoped for and prayed for for many years. And so we've just been here about 18 months. And since we've been in this location, our local programs have grown over 500%. In the last three weeks, we've had 167 unsheltered, foster, um, at-risk youth come into this facility to pick out their new outfit for school, their new shoes, their their backpack and supplies. We've given out over $15,000 worth of supplies in three weeks. So this is a great location for us. And because we are here available, it's not just that these kids are coming in for immediate relief. They're coming in for redemption. We get to then network them, network with them, connect them to other resources, um, pray with them, encourage them, and they have a safe place to come. So it's been a wonderful, wonderful change for us to be right here. How do they know that there are resources even here? A lot of the children are recommended to us through a referral process. So Sacramento County social workers can refer them to us. Elk Grove Unified School District employees oftentimes refer refer them to us. Uh, Churches refer them to us. And then a lot of it is by word of mouth. It's by families that we know, families that we partner with. We're also a part of the Alliance and they send referrals over to us. And so all of it's done on a referral process. That's great. You also have an international component. So how did that come into, so your local, both local and international, which isn't very common in nonprofits, is that right? Yeah, it's actually incredibly difficult to to have an international program growing as rapidly as ours and a local program, and it's it's really unheard of. We just had a, a church partner say to us, you know, we're 100% in, we want to support you. You're the only local nonprofit that we know 
that is doing international work, meaning go make disciples of all nations and loving your neighbor well. And that is our vision and our hope. That is what we exist to do is to love across the street and across the seas. And so because we have this unique adoption journey where we did both, we adopted internationally and we adopted locally, we, we're passionate about both. And so what we do is re, we recruit board members. Um, we have a governing board of nine that oversees X-Hope. And then we have six staff currently. All of them are part-time, except for me. I'm the only full-time staff now. And for the first nine years, we had zero paid staff. And so what happened was our board came and said, hey, if you want X-Hope to exist far beyond you, Wendy, then this needs to be built up in a way that it can be handed off. And you're going to have to take a paycheck. And I'm like, oh, no, it was actually hard for me at first. But I totally understood what they were saying in it. And I thank God for just the wisdom in that. And so now if I if I move on to, and God calls me out of this, I know that we can we can pass this on to somebody passionate about both international and local mission. That's great. And it seems like it tracks on your personal life because like you said, you have adopted internationally as well as local. And it's interesting how that mapped right onto what you guys are doing right here. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. I think that's probably one of the most, um, I think the most encouraging testimonies that we share are our adoption journeys when we go and we go and speak at churches or we go and speak at businesses or we go and speak at events and we get to, we have this awesome opportunity, right, to share firsthand of how this happened. And all of this was birthed really by God's design that we didn't even come up with on our own. This surprised us. You know, I, I have you ever heard of like, be ready for God to surprise you? I mean, what God is doing in and through X-Hope is surprising me every day. It continues to grow and people continue to find a place here to use their gifts and talents and volunteer and passionately serve and and give. And it's been beautiful. This is not just the work of one or two people. This is the work of a community and a group of people who strongly believe in caring for the orphan and seeing children placed in forever families. That's great. Tell me a little bit about what your staff does on kind of a day-to-day or what are they in charge of? Um, how do you divvy up these responsibilities? Yeah, so at the X-Hope Hub, we have um, a local coordinator and her name is Gina and she's been with us from the start of our local program. So for the last five years, she's been with us. So she has seen it grow from giving out diaper bags out of the back of our car to having an X-Hope hub where we're welcoming, you know, hundreds of kids a month. And so she's been with us from the start. She does a great job. And then we have a an assistant that comes in a couple days a week. We have an office manager that comes in a couple days a week. And then we also have um, international staff. So 100% of our staff at our children's home and our school in Uganda, um, they are all Ugandan. So we pay, currently we have 19 salaried employees in our international program. And the reason for that is because we want to empower Ugandans to take care of Ugandans. And so all of our resources go toward toward building up and raising up leaders in Uganda. And then they're on the front lines doing the hard work and we're supporting them from here. Uh, we take trips every uh, every quarter, three to four times a year. 
where we do staff training and they report back to us monthly. And so it's a great partnership, but you know, they're calling the shots day by day and they're doing a great job. And then I also have an international coordinator that works alongside me who resides here and then corresponds a lot with them throughout the week. And so how does the board work into this um, kind of the structure? Yeah, so we have a governing board. XHOPE has a governing board of nine, and they oversee and vote on all of our policies, our procedures, our budget. And then each quarter we meet, we have a board meeting, we go over the budget, are we meeting budget? They help with fundraising, they help share the word, but really they're just, they're, our, they're the authority over what's happening operational. So I, as executive director, report directly to the board. So basically, they're kind of my boss. <laughs> gotcha. And then operationally, um, I get to make decisions here, and and then the staff reports to me. Good. Do you have like a one, two, three, four year vision? Anything that just kind of sticks out to you that's like, okay, this is looming over me, and I feel like I need to, we need to accomplish this. There's a couple things, honestly. Uh, one is in the works. I'm currently um, interviewing, and I'm very close to signing with a, a book agent. And so we're going to publish a book, hopefully very soon, called Not Forgotten. And it's a story of Nebu's adoption from, from orphan to son and God's faithfulness through all of it, how he was never alone. He was not forgotten. And that story really is is one that, that brings hope to a lot of the kids that we serve. And so we're, we're excited to be able to share that. In addition to the book launch, we have a school that is being built in Uganda next to our children's home. One of the things you'll find there is when we did some outreaches after building our children's home and owning our land and our farm, we asked our neighbors, hey, if we were to love you well, what would that look like? And 100% of them said, please send my kids to school. Please, can you help me send our kids to school? And so we are building a school. Um, in the next five years, we will be educating between five and 800 kids a year. We just opened the first two classrooms um, this year, actually. Here in Elk Grove, our three to five year goal is to actually open a Hope House. And so instead of having this office building, our hope is to have a house where we can facilitate family visits. Currently, a lot of our families are doing visits in the courthouse or they have to meet at a park. It's uncomfortable. It's not family friendly. And so what we'd love to do is relocate to where we still have our community closet in one of the rooms there. We still have our kit closet. We still have all of our backpacks and supplies. But in addition to that, we can host mentoring nights, cooking classes, and we can facilitate and have a home where families can cook a meal together in the kitchen, where they can do movie night, where they can play in the backyard, where they can play game night. And we can make it an environment where as we share about the love of forever family, we can also model it.